Good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining me today on Coffee and Chit Chat with Kim. My name is Kim, and good morning. It is a chilly morning today, about 24 degrees on the north shore of Long Island, and I can kind of feel spring coming. I know it's still very, very early, but the struggle between the weather has started. So one day it's, you know, 20 degrees and the next day it's 40 something degrees. So that, that spring and winter struggle has started. So I can feel spring trying to make its appearance. I cannot wait for that to happen. I'm so excited to start planting my garden. And I'm going to expand out this year and do a lot more herbs than I was doing um, in the previous years, only because I've recently become a lot more interested in building up my apothecary and I want to use the herbs that I can grow um, to make different essential oils or um, tonics and tinctures and all those good things um, specifically for um, holistic alternative medicine. Um, so right now, we are actually kind of up in the air. And if you've listened to my previous podcast, I've explained it a little bit more, so I won't go into too much detail here. Um, just, it's kind of, everything's kind of up in the air right now. Things were, um, how do I say, sprung on us a couple of months ago, some information that has made us just um, take a step back and rethink things and kind of reel it in a little bit. Uh, but I found at the dollar store and you guys, if you have a dollar tree now, it's like a dollar 25 tree, whatever. I don't, I don't care about the 25 cents, although it does add up. It does add up, but I found these tiered, um, planters and there's like three, Think, let me see. I have it here in front of me. Yeah, there's three different like planting pots, but it's all connected in one thing. And um, if you guys have, if you follow anybody um, for homesteading on YouTube or anything like that, or if you just have the green stalk planters, it's kind of like the same concept. You can stack them on top of each other, but you will have to water each pod separately. There is no central watering system like in the green stalk. But hey, this is from the dollar store. I mean, for $5, I got a five-tiered planter. It's amazing. And I think I might go back and get more because I'm really thinking this is what I'm going to be um, doing my herbs in. So if I had to bring them inside, it wouldn't be that big of a deal because they're contained in the tiered planters and I can always remove them tier by tier, unstack them and bring them inside. Like if it gets cold over the winter or um, somebody doesn't like the fact that I have potted herbs outside, you know, whatever the case might be, it's easy to disassemble and bring inside if you need to. I found that and I also found um, some hanging pots. And they're just plastic. They're, I, I know that they're from the dollar store. I know that it's not exceptional quality. I know it's expect. I'm not going to have them for years. Like, I get it. But for right now, 
when you're on a limited budget, that's a great place to go. So the Dollar Tree has right now a lot of their gardening stuff out in preparation for spring and everything. And they also have some really cute like little garden statues and flags. And they even have border, like gardening border. Like if you wanted to just put a little border around your garden to make it look pretty. It's nothing that's going to keep any type of critter or animal out of it. It's just a decoration. But they have some pretty cute stuff. So if you want to garden and you're on a budget, go to your local Dollar Tree. Um, they got some pretty cool stuff. I think they also have soil. I mean, if you really need to, you could get it. I would maybe mix it with some compost and perlite maybe and um i don't i mean again like i said it's the dollar tree and i'm not saying that their qualities are crap i'm just saying that it's the dollar tree so when you take into consideration like your soil you might want to think about how you can spruce it up a little bit or add to it because I don't know if it's like full of the nutrients that your plants are going to need, but it is a beginning that you can add to if you have a home composting system, get that soil, mix some of your compost in with your soil and you're good to go. So there are ways to garden on a budget and I appreciate the Dollar Tree for having products like that in their store so that people of every wealth class can grow a garden. So it's, um, that was really cool. And I have started my seeds. They are actually, um, it's time to take them out of the little cell trays and pop them up. So I might be doing that later on today. Um, what else is going on today? I'm going to try to get out there and get some work today. Maybe take a couple of projects on but um usually on days like today it's kind of slow and um I focus more on the homestead aspects of things on days like today like when I don't have um a lot of work coming in so I did give my house a nice cleaning yesterday like I just needed to clean the winter out of it you know sometimes you over the winter you're like I'm not gonna move my couch and vacuum you know like who cares but as soon as that sunshine starts filtering through your windows, like that early, early spring sunshine, and you're like, ooh, I want to open up the curtains. That's what I did yesterday. I started opening up the curtains, letting the light in, because I'm a hermit, and I'm very much aware of that, and I like it. I like when it's dark and quiet, and it just allows my mind to relax. Um, I don't know if that's like an ADHD thing, maybe, I don't know, I have ADHD, I'm a neurodivergent, you know, uh, so maybe that's a thing, I don't know, but it makes my mind just feel very peaceful, you know, you get that comfy, cozy feeling when it's dark and cozy, but yesterday I was like, hey, the sun is beautiful today, let's open up those curtains, so I started opening the curtains, and then one thing led to another, and then I'm cleaning this, and I'm moving that, and I'm cleaning behind there, and it was just a big thing. So today I might actually be focusing on doing some work in the kitchen today and with my seeds and my plants. So we'll see what happens. But while I'm in the kitchen, I will be going through the pantry 
And that is going to lead us to today's topic of eliminating processed foods. Now, I did have a topic similar to this on a previous podcast episode, but recently we had to kick it into full gear action. Like, no joke about it this time. No going back. Like, this has to be done, Um, you know, for, for personal health reasons. So that's it. Like... There's no, there's no other choice. We are going to eat whole foods now. A lot of homemade foods and just a total pantry remodel. So let's get into today's, to today's topic about eliminating processed foods. I'm going to give you a couple of facts that I found on the Google about processed foods, a little bit of history on it, and then I'm going to tell you my plan of what we're going to do. So processed foods, they actually, it falls on a spectrum from minimally to heavily processed. There's four tiers. So the first one um, is things like bagged spinach, um, you know, like when you go to the produce section and you get the, you know, already washed and cut spinach or something like that. That's what they're talking about. Bagged spinach, cut vegetables, roasted nuts. That's like very minimally processed foods, but they're still considered processed foods because they're convenient. They've made that food convenient for you. The nuts are already roasted. The the spinach is already bagged up and washed. The vegetables already cut. So they've already been changed from their natural form into something else before you get it. So that's considered processed food. The level two uh, foods, food processed at their peak to lock in nutritional quality, such as canned tomatoes, frozen fruits and veggies, uh, things like canned tuna, you know, stuff like that. There are additives in those, like pick up a can of tuna and read the nutrition label. Um, sodium is not looking so good, you know, and then you think of things like frozen fruits and veggies and you're like, how can that be bad for me? Well, because they've actually processed it to the point where it's not aging. If you think about it, they've frozen that food and they stopped the aging process of that food right at the point where it's ripe and it's ready to eat and it's not going to grow any further. It's not going to age any longer because it's been processed. So even though they're flash freezing these foods and putting them in a bag and sending them to you, it's still a processed food because it has been altered in such a way that it's not in its original state. So not terrible, but also just be aware. Level three are foods with ingredients to add flavor and textures like things like sweeteners, spices, oil, colors, preservatives. These things um, are like jarred pasta sauces, salad dressings, yogurts, cake mixes, you know, etc. Things like that. Um, so what can what can you do? I mean, sweeteners and stuff like that. That's hard to kind of break it down and single out, but it's necessary because that's processed food. It's something that's that's not natural. Um, and really, when you think about it, you're taking, like, say, okay, 
we have a very guilty pleasure of macaroni and cheese, boxed macaroni and cheese. We love it. Love it. But I do make some bomb ass homemade mac and cheese. So that's what we will be eating from now on. We are not going to take the easy way out. We're not going to take the convenient way out. We're not going to go with boxed mac and cheese anymore because that's just probably the worst thing you could ever eat in your life. Um, you know, and we know, we know when we go and we buy it, it's not good for us. It's not like we're disillusioned and we're going to the grocery store and we're like, hey, organic macaroni and cheese must be good for you. No, because they put the word organic on the box does not make it good for you. Okay. It is still processed just like that craft neon orange mac and cheese. Same thing. So finally, level four is like you're ready to eat foods like crackers, granola, deli meat, cold cuts, you guys, if you're from New York, cold cuts, the worst thing you can eat in your entire life. And if you live on Long Island, you know, you go into any grocery store and that deli line, mm -mm. if you're thinking about getting cold cuts in New York, you better be at that deli first thing in the morning or else you're going to stand there for at least a half an hour. Like, it's ridiculous the amount of people that buy cold cuts. And it's one of the worst foods that you could eat. And it doesn't matter if, you know, you get the low sodium bologna. It's still bologna. It's not good for you at all. I love bologna. Not good for me. So it's just... Um, also, um, the most heavily processed foods are like pre-made meals, like frozen pizza, microwavable dinners, stuff like that. You know, we all know that those things are not good for us, but yet we live such busy, hectic lives. Sometimes that's so easy to go and grab a DiGiorno pizza, throw it in the oven and call it a day. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Okay. So. I'm not, I know that certain things are bad for you. And I know that it's because we're busy, but it ultimately comes down to just us making that decision for ourselves. We have to make that choice. We have to stick to it. And from now on, um, we're going to be going full force with our healthy eating because of something very personal. But uh, I encourage you guys, you know, just read a label. It's amazing what you're what you're going to find. It's just, oh my goodness. So let me give you some facts about processed foods that are going to make you look at that label. I promise you. So one, causes inflammation inside our cells. So, you know, it's, it's different. Like internal inflammation is different. So inflammation, okay. So you get a cut and you can see it's red around your cut. You can feel it. It's hot. You can touch it. It's swollen inflammation. Take that inflammation, put it inside your cells. And that's what leads to obesity and, you know, health problems and everything from these processed foods, from these chemicals that our bodies are not used to. And you can see that because one in five deaths in the United States are related to poor diet and obesity. And that's scary, you know, because there's so many more things out there that you would be like, oh, yeah, that's the number one killer, like cancer or something like that. And although that's a pretty scary thing to go through, according to, you know, the surveys here that we take, I don't know who takes those surveys because nobody's ever asked me any questions. But 
Um, yeah. One in five deaths related to poor diet. I don't know. And like I said, processed foods were introduced mainstream like 30 to 40 years ago. And our bodies just aren't used to it. So, you know, like think about your moms. I don't know how old you are, but I'm 40 years old. My mom is in her 60s. Think about her mom. Like my grandmother probably grew up without a refrigerator, without a nice, you know, Samsung Samsung stove or something like that. So like all these things were very new. And now you have oven and stove combos coming out like in that time era and it's shiny and it's new and wow. And so it's easier to cook. And now they're coming out with processed foods, making it even easier. So now my mom is raised on, you know, maybe some homemade food, maybe throw in a little bit of convenience food in there. And then my mom raises me on a little less homemade, a little bit more convenience. And now I'm going to raise my daughter, you know, so you can see it goes down generation by generation and just gets worse as the generations go on. So we got to really get that in check, man. We got to bring it back. We got to eat more whole foods like nuts and seeds and beans, legumes, veggies, grass-fed meat. You don't think about that, but it is very important because that becomes processed food, right? So we want to make sure that while the animal is still mooing or whatever, that that animal is not eating processed food like grain, grain finished, you know, or, or something like that, where they're giving them something that's not natural to their body. And cows will eat grass all day long. That's what they do. That's what cows eat. That's why they should be pasture raised, grass fed only. Now you have to be careful when that comes around too, because they'll tell you that they're grass fed, but they're grain finished. What does that mean? That means the cows are put out in pasture, but there's not there, not enough grass out there, whatever they need to get their nutritional value and bulk up the meat like that farmer wants it to be. So they finish them with grain. So it makes them gain weight and, you know, gives them that, that higher number of more meat. And, you know, it's just a crazy process. So if you are so serious about eating good for you, eating good foods, make sure you look for that grass-fed, grass-finished meat. It's going to be a little bit more expensive, but believe me, it is so worth it. And it tastes a lot better, too. You can actually taste the difference. Um, and then you have things like fermented foods. Those are going to be great for you because that is natural preservation. Okay, you're not adding any chemicals to it. It's going to ferment and it's going to naturally process and age on its own. You know, what do you add to fermentation most of the time? Sometimes salt. Salt is not always great for you, but it is a natural um, element. So it's it kind of walks the gray line. So... Use the salt, but be careful with your salts. And there are so many different salts, you guys. Don't use the plain old iodized white table salt. That is the worst thing. You can, there is nothing natural about that, I can guarantee you. It is the worst thing you can use ever. Sea salt is better 
Um, still depends on how they process it. Uh, I use pink Himalayan salt. I really enjoy that. Um, but there's so many different salts that you can use and they have different nutritional values and stuff like that. So research that. It's all about the research. You got to do your homework, guys. So what are we going to do? So now we know all the bad stuff, right? And now you're going to your pantry and you're reading labels. And what are we going to do? We're going to get rid of it. Get rid of it. Just get it out of there. Don't wait until you eat it and then replace it. That was my method before and it didn't work because as soon as I ate it, I was like, oh yeah, I like this. And then I bought it again. So just if you're going to make this decision, you do your research, come up with the plan, go to your pantry and get rid of the crap. I'm telling you, it's going to hurt a little bit because you're like, oh, look, that money is just, but believe me, I'd rather throw $15 worth of crappy food out and save myself the heart attack. So you got to, you got to really decide what's important to you. I am going to start making more things homemade whenever possible, like, um, things like chicken stock and, uh, tomato sauce and stuff like that. I'm going to make it from scratch. I have the things that I need to can all my stuff. I have so many different items. I just need to get the cans, the jars and the lids, um, which are right now, if you guys know, if you process your own food um, and put it up, mason jars and lids, if you can find them, they are extremely expensive. Um, if, and then most of the time you just can't find them. So it's, a, uh, it's crazy. It's an investment to make everything yourself because it seems like so much more work and more time and more money, but you have to weigh out the good and the bad. Is that worth your health? To me, absolutely. The health of myself and my family is worth my extra time in the kitchen making my own stuff as opposed to going to the grocery store and just buying it outright and being convenient about it. But I know that down the road, that's going to contribute to my family's health and not in a good way. So I've decided this is what we're going to do. We're going to take the extra time and do it. So I found this article by CynthiaEats.com. Um, and it's just kind of like the, a little bit of history facts about processed foods. So when did processed foods first come to be? Well, it's kind of hard to say exactly when it started, but we do know that C.A. Swanson and Sons success, successfully rolled out frozen TV dinners in 1957. I'm just going to reference something for you. My parents were born in 54 and 56. So think of what my parents' parents had, all good, wholesome foods, right? And so somebody had this great idea at C.A. Swanson & Sons to make this frozen dinner that nobody's ever seen before. Our bodies have never seen it before. And now we're going to just put it into our bodies. We have no idea what it's going to do to us for the mere fact of it's convenient. It's just... I don't know. It, it was actually considered to be one of the first convenience foods in American homes, the frozen TV dinner. Um, so with the invention and the rise of convenience foods, it has caused the supermarkets to actually double, if not triple, in the amounts of stores that are now open within the last decade. 
or so, you know, decade or two. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. Like there's so many new grocery stores on Long Island. We recently got Lidl. Um, I've never heard of it before. I, I didn't know what it was. Uh, we do have Aldi, which I think is uh, like a sister store to Lidl or something like that. I like Aldi. Um, it's like a no, no name brand, like off brand, you know, things that you don't see in the stores. Um, and they're sold at an incredibly discounted price, but you do have to use caution when you shop in stores like that and check expiration dates and stuff like that. But it's a great option for, um, you know, someone on a budget that doesn't have much to spend. Aldi's a good store for that. And I have yet to go into Lidl. I don't know what it's like. And then there's, you know, other grocery stores, Stu Leonard's, um, which to my understanding is mostly in the south portion of the country, is now here on Long Island. So there's so many different grocery stores and, you know, our grocery stores like Stop and Shop and ShopRite and stuff like that. There's one on every corner in every town, sometimes two. So it's just like this big effect that, you know, a TV dinner started because there's so many processed foods. That's why we're able to fill up hundreds and hundreds of grocery stores that have like 15 aisles in each store. And, you know, when you think about it, how much of that food is really wholesome, fresh food? Not much. That's kind of scary. And to me, it's incredibly interesting when I hear about foods in America that are outlawed or banned in other countries. And these are things that we're eating every day. And they're outlawed in other countries because they are horrible. They are horrible for you. And apparently the rest of the world understands this, but we can't just grasp the the conversation here of why it's bad for you. So I guess we each have to attack it individually and make our own decisions and come up with our own plans because nobody's going to do it for us, right? So so now, let's see, we're about three generations later. So what have we learned about the effects of processed foods? Well, it's the leading killer in America, obesity. But I have my thoughts on that too. And I'm sorry I'm sniffling. I just... I woke up with this cold, like stuffy nose. I have no idea. Um, but anyway, so when I go to the doctor, now I'm going to be quite honest with you guys. And I don't share this information a lot. And you can't see me, but you can only hear me. But I'm not a little girl. You know, I'm a bigger girl. I'm not, you know, my 600 pound life entirely over obese, but I, I got a little junk in my trunk. You know what I mean? And every time I go to the doctor, it annoys the ever-loving hell out of me when they blame every symptom or problem that I explain, they bring it back to obesity. I cannot stand it. Like, you can actually have problems and, and not be because you're overweight. Calm down, medical professionals. Calm down. Not everything is about being overweight. Does it have a lot to do with your overall health? Absolutely. And it creates this trickle effect of problems. Yeah, I get it. But stop telling people that the only reason that they have health problems is because of their overweight, because that's not the truth, okay? I just wanted to clear that up because that drives me absolutely insane. Um, so 
what's our plan? Our plan today is to go into my pantry and get rid of all the crap. Goodbye. It's going. If I can donate it somewhere, I will. A lot of it is already opened. And I don't think that with the current situation in the country, they want my opened food. They might not even accept it. Will I give it to someone who wants it? Sure. Come take it. But ultimately it's probably going to go in the trash and I'm very sorry about that, but it's probably going to go in the trash. I feel like that's kind of where it needs to be right now. Um, like, and I get starving people, like I get the whole thing, please. You don't have to come at me with people are starving. Don't throw your food away. I am very fully aware. And if you know about me, then you know. Um, but honestly, it's, it's gotta go. The change has to happen. It is, kind of in our faces right now, forcing us to make this change. And you know what? I think that it's going to be great. And I'm going to feel so much better. And my family is going to be so much better. And we're just, you know, who knows how long we all have on this earth, right? Nobody knows. It's always a surprise. So if I can make my chances of being around here greater, I'm going to. If I can make the chances of my partner and my daughter being around longer, I'm going to. So it's it's going to take some energy. It's going to take some work, but we're going to do it. And I hope you guys too, you know, go in your pantry and go through things and see what's going on. So live a healthy life today. Go out there. Don't throw away your coffee because God knows we need that. But go out there, be kind, make a difference. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. Cheers.